Hey everyone, this is Sharice Lee, host of Life As He Reveals. Season one is about to wrap, but before it does, we'll be releasing highlights of each episode for further reflection and to also recap the season. I'll be hosting a bonus upcoming Q&A podcast and would love to get your questions on any of our episodes or a question you have for me about this podcast. Send your questions to Sharice at lifeasereveals.com. That's S-H-E-R-I-S-E at lifeasereveals.com. And now here are highlights from episode two, Losing in a grander scheme, obviously, like losing someone who is close to you and and dear to you. And someone like my mom definitely is, um, yeah, is a difficult and hard loss. Though this loss, yes, is lost and it was sad and, I mean, still painful um, and still hard. Um, I also am thankful that God is able, allowed me to see like the all the good that he brought out of it. So um, just to help me see that, yes, even this really good thing that God gave me is fragile, is temporary. And to remember that like my hope lies beyond this world and this earth and and the good gifts that he gives even here um, aren't meant to last. They're meant to point me to something greater. And obviously that's Christ. I think I was just trying to find something that I could control since I couldn't control, you know, my mom's sickness, her getting worse and then passing. Um, and so, yeah, I, f- I definitely found comfort in being able to control those small things or areas in my life. For the longest time, I just thought that if I showed too much emotion or if I allowed myself to cry, that meant that I didn't believe that God was sovereign or good and that I was somehow angry or upset and not happy with his plan by crying. And that was like me complaining. Mm. Um, But as again, as I took those classes and I studied even the Psalms and seeing the Psalmist with real like emotions and, and crying out to God and, you know, laying their hearts out before him. Like I was able to see that emotion is not a bad thing. Like God gave humans emotions. And so, it's a matter of like what we do with them. Just knowing that my mom had a solid faith and she believed in Christ as her Lord and Savior. So um, just knowing that she was going to be worshiping God forever um, when she did um, pass away was um, just a joy for me, for her. I'd be just so happy for her to be um, just face-to-face with her creator. I think a lot of times because it knocks me off balance. It catches me by surprise. And getting back to equilibrium takes a lot of energy. You know, you're going a certain way, and sometimes a loss just stops you in going that way. And then suddenly life is going another way, not the way you would choose. Sometimes people don't feel like they are sad. Don't look. Okay. Sometimes people don't look like they are sad. They are angry. Mm. But under anger, most often you find loss and fear. Often we are surprised by losses. But I don't think Jesus was ever surprised by losses. But it still affected him. Like he cried when his good friend Lazarus died. 
I don't think he was surprised by losses. Losses are normal occurrences in this fallen world. And from Jesus, I learned that not to hold on to anything too tightly in this world. When you have it, enjoy it. Be thankful for it. When you lose it, surrender your desire for it. So, knowing our hope as Christians, what are some practical ways that we can respond in the midst of our losses? First, let's go back to our question of why loss is so hard. Sometimes it's true that knowing the hope of the gospel can actually make us feel worse when we still feel sad or hurt or angry in the midst of losing things. There can be condemnation or shame in feeling like we shouldn't be as sad as we are. And I can totally relate to this in my own perfectionism and wanting to be perceived as everything as just being okay. Megan shared with us about her sinful ways in dealing with loss, but she also shared that she needed to cry out to God. And Grace encouraged us to look at the Psalms of Lament. One of the things that we can do in our loss is to truly engage it by acknowledging that there is a loss and then grieve it. We may not always know that we're experiencing loss, but if you think about every change in our lives as a loss of something, you begin to see that loss is at the heart of the human experience. David Pallison, who served as the executive director of the Christian Counseling Education Foundation, described losses as this. They are some good thing, something you really value, love, deeply enjoy, that proves to be fragile, temporary, unrecoverable, and unreachable. He also extends the categories of losses, saying that it's not just something you once had, but could be something that you still have but feel is going to be gone from you, or something that you never had but had hoped to have. These categories for me are useful knowing that loss can encompass all of this and seeing that so much of me is grieving the loss of so many things. It's humbling to be okay to say that these things that I'm grieving over do in fact matter to me. Certainly there are some things that matter less than others, like Megan said, a pair of shoes. But at the same time, this pandemic has showed me that there are so many things that I have lost that I really did value, even the most mundane things like my commute to work. Acknowledging their value and lamenting their loss helps me to reconcile the pain that I'm experiencing in its absence. Grace encouraged us to hopeful, thankful, learning postures in our loss, and I believe that this will drive a final posture of worship of our God for his steadfast faithfulness through it all. Second, we need to look to Jesus in our loss. Earlier in my interview with Grace, I reflected on the story of Jesus and Lazarus. Jesus had not come in time to heal Lazarus, but now the reality was that Lazarus had died. Instead of bursting onto the scene and immediately performing a miracle of raising Lazarus from the dead, Jesus instead took the time to weep. Our Savior knows our earthly sorrow because he himself entered it. And it was God the Father who gave up his only Son so that we could, in the end, have life. What was lost in Genesis 3 after the fall of man in our relationship with God was permanently restored in Jesus. 
and Jesus was tempted in every way in his humanity, and so he knows our pain. He knows. This is a truth that we must preach to ourselves. Finally, as we reconcile our own losses in light of the gospel, we need to also think about how we can engage others in their losses. I appreciate both Megan and Grace's suggestions of how to do this. Like Megan, you can reach out to friends and acknowledge those losses. A text message remembering someone's loss can go a long way. Grace told us that we can also directly engage a person by calling out that elephant in the room and saying what we notice or observe and know, or know to be true and then ask how that person is doing. So many times I realize I have to just get over my own awkwardness to see that loving others means caring about their losses enough to address them, listen to their concerns, and even grieve with them. Thanks for listening to the Life as He Reveals podcast. For more episodes, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or you can find me on my website, lifeasyreveals.com. Remember to also email me your questions on this episode or any of our episodes from season one to Sharice at lifeasyreveals.com. That's S-H-E-R-I-S-E at lifeasyreveals.com.